A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Come on, keep rolling, 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 rolling. Come on. And all the girls and all the boys who just don't give a fuck. Isn't that like a lyric from Limp Biscuit? Was that Limp Biscuit? Yeah. yeah. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Come on. That wasn't my favorite song of theirs, but I did have a keep rolling, rolling, rolling moment. I remember being at a middle school dance and that song came out and these eighth grade girls who were like the big sisters of this girl I knew. She and her, they were like moshing to that at rec hall. Hell yeah. And I was like, they're so cool. I did something disgusting this week that i need to talk about what? and have uh, have my own healing journey i actually did something disgusting too that i feel comfortable talking about okay i bought because i'm constantly on the search for like the next milk craze like and i was on an oat milk journey for most of this year but then as i learned more and more about seed oils i was like this is toxic. I can't be on this journey anymore. I've heard, I've been hearing more people talking about how oat milk is like low key, not good. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, yeah. thank God, because whole milk is my jam always. And that's what I was on before oat milk. So milk. I went back to whole. It's gonna be those good old GMOs. Yeah. But then I was like, heard someone talking about goat milk. So I was like, okay, like I'm gonna get a little carton of goat milk and like see what's up with that and i made myself a quad goat milk latte yesterday and it was the most disgusting thing i've ever tasted in my entire life that's like pagan i did not know goat milk was sour 
It was like a sour coffee drink. I literally took a sip and was like, mm. wait, it's like sour milk. It's like sour tasting. Why it do- doesn't taste like that? You know how milk tastes kind of like sweet and thick? Well, yeah. And then like heavy cream is like the thickest. You're just edging closer and closer to like butter. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's like milk in its purest form. Well, it is milk. No, no, no. But like without any of the, I feel like. Milk, butter is just churned milk. I'm happy to educate you on that. Okay. <laughs> I thought they add like preservatives and like weird things to make it sweeter and like more creamy. Maybe for some milks, yeah. but I think milk by nature okay. is like pretty sweet yeah, 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 and creamy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't know the flavor profile of goat milk before I went down this road. And I'm so grateful that I had the foresight to be like, there's a chance I might not love this goat milk. So I'm also just going to get a backup tiny carton of whole milk just in case, which thank fucking God. But now I just have this goat milk on my hands and I simply don't know what to do with it. It is so disgusting. I can't even begin to tell you how much I do not crave a sour taste. You might have to just light it on fire. Yeah. Light I'm like, should I? I feel bad because inflation and I just am like, I want to sell it. You're going to posh it? <laughs> and then I'm like, Craigslist it. No. I'm joking, Carrie. I wouldn't well, sell it. But also I'm like, I would I? I feel like you. someone would buy it. Someone would buy anything yeah i'm like here for four dollars yeah i don't know that feels it feels unholy it was weird i wouldn't do it again i'm just thinking of the vich yeah it was really vich like yeah i was like oh goats fuck yeah black philip and you know what i don't like goat cheese so that should have been my first Mm. indication like i think goat cheese is not it's in the whole spectrum of cheeses i would put it I'd give it a one. I like goat cheese balls. <laughs> I like a goat cheese ball, but like only yeah, the goat like... cheese balls from like Sir or Tom Tom. I don't like. Yeah, I'm not. But like, if it's on a cheese plate, I'm like, you're wrong for this. Goat cheese is with like a cranberry nearby. Ew! I'm like, get the fuck out, like, of here. out of here. Where's the brie? I say. Where's brie? Where's the just... gouda? I'd rather have blue cheese than a, a veiny oh. blue cheese than a goat cheese. Ew. I love a veiny blue. What cheese. is blue cheese? I think it's just like rotten cheese, kind of. Oh. Or it's like, I don't know. It's delish. I went through a period where I was like, as a child, where I was kind of like in the blue cheese. Do you understand that as a youth going to the country club Sunday buffet every Sunday, my love for a big bowl of blue cheese and going to the salad bar and just scooping out <sighs> blue cheese dressing, like drowning my salad in blue cheese dressing was you're like you my childhood no i was like i can't get enough of this blue cheese <laughs> i was living for it <laughs> and i still every once in a while have a little blue cheese moment but i won't like it's not like your go-to no it certainly isn't <laughs> like a chunky dressing. oh god um well what? now now i feel i do like blue cheese with chicken wings yeah duh. obviously mm-hmm. um now i feel no you have to say it we both we i both agreed Wow, Carrie, one-sided, disgusting tale. All right, I had, I went. Fine, I'll do a revise. I don't worry about it. I'm fine to just say my truth, and well, your truth wasn't you even can that remain disgusting. It was a disgusting thing. A sour quad. I didn't even finish the coffee, and then I was so like turned off by the go? milk. No, I went. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, did I taste? Was that correct? And then I tried another sip, and was like. And then I just was like, well, I made my bed, so I got to lie in it. And was like, I'll drink it. But then just sat in my little morning chair and set it on the table and just stare. We just had a stare off. And then I was like, I won't be returning to this. And then I just made myself a double shot of espresso. I couldn't even, like, go back to regular. I was, I was, I milk PTSD. And so I just did espresso thanks for the ptsd thanks for the ptsd i said as i drank this morning's coffee oh my god opened the fridge and looked the goat milk right in the eye it went bad <laughs> but here's the thing i would love to find milk i went to the farmer's market thinking that i could find someone just selling like raw fucking milk like unpasteurized like i want milk from like a 
stunningly beautiful cow that's been just treated with love and respect its whole life and just provides like <laughs> a gorgeous farmer just like milks it lovingly and then totes if- the milk to the farmer's market and i want to buy that milk and i was like where's the raw milk at and like straight none. from the udder yeah and i want you like, want to like suck on the udder not no what if you married like a gorgeous lady dairy farmer oof I'm lit up. <laughs> you just, I want to marry you a like, gorgeous farming couple. You just like a <laughs> gorgeous gay couple and be the like Blake Lively to their like Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's in yeah yeah, yeah. noted savages <laughs> savages and Taylor Keach. Taylor Keach. Who's who's where has he been? Who knows? But like. I don't know. Can... I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna happen. No, I don't think it will. This I is a delusion. I think I won't. No, no, no. It. If you did, if you did marry, I think it was. I don't think it would be. <laughs> I don't think you'd be getting like plowed at every moment. You never know. So you say. So that's you say. true. Yeah, you. It could be a new. They could be missing an Eiffel Tower. Yeah, and they could want that. And you could just be. Or I could have one one time, and the other, and then <laughs> I just ring... take my pick. You'd ring the bell. Yeah. No, I, I'm. I want to manifest that for you. But I just wh- want. I do want to own goats, but then I'm well, like, what are they going to really do for me if I don't like what the products they bear? And then I think I just want a cow. I want bees, honestly. Bees? I want to be a beekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> A bacon. I want to be the caterpillar of bays. <laughs> I want you to live like on a sea, in like a seaside cliff house with a bee farm. You need to move to Gurney. <laughs> I literally move. You need to I move to a Gurney. Party on Saturday night at this like beautiful couple's like beautiful house in the Hollywood Hills. I was talking to the husband, and he was telling me that they have chickens and bees. And I was like, "You guys are living my fucking." dream high above the city high above the city just bees on site like i think bees bees need to be taken care of because bees they're are eternal they're dying they're, they're not eternal you well, wish to me they live in my heart eternally and i respect them and i, I want to honor them and i want to have a beehive of my own <laughs> i want you to have a beekeeper i want to be a beekeeper i want you to just like what if you <laughs> just slept with bees all over I your bed love, like one of my favorite TikTok people is like this woman who narrates her and her husband have like a removal business. She's not Irish. They're Texan. But every time they remove the bees, she narrates like a video in the most calm ASMR voice. And she's like, we went to the place and then and like I saw I've seen that. Yeah. You know, this woman. Yeah. And they're always like just plunging their hands into bees and they crawl like all over their arms. Like I want to have that relationship with bees, but I have so much bee fear. Well, those bees are like benign. Well, I think they've also gassed them a little bit. So they're like. Right. But I think there's types of. I think. I'm not a killer bee, but like I would love. Like I want to. I want bee. to go full Candyman. I'll fi- I'll own it. I want to be Candyman. What if you just. What if you just. <laughs> she went from podcaster to to walking around West Hollywood. I want a full half face covered in bees. What if you just walked around West Hollywood just with bees all over you? I want to take and that's my what you became known for. Bee lady. You take these bees on tour. Bee real. What if bees opened for us? <laughs> a with, swarm with opening of bees. <laughs> bees. And it's just literally a swarm of bees for an hour before we go on in our shows. Just and it's me going, release the fear, release the fear, as people try not to get yeah. stung. Release the fear. Release um, the fear. During COVID, I was like, can I become a beekeeper in this apartment building? And it turns out you can't. You have to have a house. You can't. And there's yeah. all these parameters. You can't just, like, have bees. There was a couple on 90 Day Fiance that was um, this very, like, sweet kind of. I think she was from Oklahoma or Kansas or something, and she was a beekeeper, like professional beekeeper, and she brought over her Turkish love, who was also a beekeeper. Wow. And they met on like a beekeeper Facebook group. 
a match made in heaven. But he didn't speak a lick of English. You just have the bees. But like they did. That's it was like the one thing that we feel it's like the most natural is when we're like tending to the bees together. Yeah. You don't need any language. And I'm for like, that. damn, they really found like a lid for each other's pot. It was kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So we need a lot more subscribers to the podcast so that I can get Afford a house. A or get a, a cow. A cow can come later, but bees are a top priority. What if you only could get one single bee? My favorite Would you take type care of, of it like delusional a dog? women are the women that are like, I found a bee on the on the ground and it was so sad. So I, I helped nurse it back to health and then it hung out with me for days. And I like love that. But it's fantastic. And I've done that. I've uh, not hang out with me and like crawled on me, but I've nursed many a bee back to health and been like, fly away, little bee. Do they fly away? Yeah. You give them water and like a drop of honey to get their like hydration levels and like <laughs> it's truly go diabito. <laughs> yeah, with these stories where it's like it's like one of those like you it's like, like and then it cr- it no, sat no, no, on my like, shoulder. It's like one of those like video montages where it's like this woman and it's and, the and dodo. Her, like, it's that Instagram account the dodo. And it's like the bee came and then flew away and then returned. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> did it. It could be any other that bee. Could be anything. They literally all look the same. Yeah, I love a narrative though. Hmm. I love. So that'll be me someday. But uh, yeah. instead, I'll just have a go- a beautiful hive and it'll be good for the earth. And then every year I can have honey and wear a bee suit. That's kind of your like apocalypse job. Like as the world begins to truly. Yeah. Like I would crumble. love to have I would love to have a house with like four pugs, mm. a huge dog to keep me safe. Yeah. And bees. Bears. Oh, come here. He's a bee. Come here. Um. Okay, fine. Um. Get over here. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you. Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. 
No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Harry, Prince Harry's new book title and cover was announced today and released. Oh, when's it coming out? In time January. for Christmas? Oh, January. Hmm. It's called Spare. Like the spare air. Why wouldn't kind of, it come out at Christmas time? I don't know. <laughs> she barking at Mango? Yeah. Maybe, maybe to give to give the old family across the pond a break during the holidays. Give them like a week to prepare. I don't know. I mean, January, I think, is a classic time where they schedule it so it's not competing with other holiday books. That's true. And so... I think it would have probably... But didn't he rewrite a lot of it? Because he was like, I went too hard, so now I have to like re-revise a bunch of it? I don't know. I'm kind of like at this point, like, I, I'm so over them. I like Shit don't... or get off the pot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Enough with like the this and that news like actually do something well i'm just kind of like i don't know i'm kind of just like stop making your whole thing stop making your whole identity about being a prince if you're so against being a prince you're not even doing it anymore megan's still doing your pod well good just do that that's a job that's a good job that's a great job to have it got nominated for like a people's choice award it did yeah podcasts can get nominated now Someone oh, DM'd, someone DM'd me too. Someone DM'd me and they were like, I voted for Sup. Well, thank you to thank that you. person. Yeah. Because they now we have, have to compete with... They should have an Indie Spirit podcast award. They should. Because this is the ultimate Indie Spirit podcast. This is. A People's Choice podcast. I'm like, what? These aren't... These are just... It feels unfair to just have podcasts competing that everyone listen. Yeah. Where it's like you're competing with... What, I'm going to compete with Caller Daddy that has like $60 million and like is the top podcast in the United States? We have to compete with... Conan O'Brien? Like, I love comp- him. We have to compete with the Duchess. Yeah. She just got in the game. How are you going to uh, nominate her for a podcast award? She's had like three... She literally has had four episodes. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, I've done like 300 I'm episodes dying. of this podcast. I'm dying at her having like... She started podcasting two months ago. <laughs> I'm literally dead at that. That's honestly gonna, I mean, her impact. I know. How I'm just, I'm a, just hater a jealous at the hater. End, yeah. But I'm also like... Have us on. <laughs> we should We should message. Wanna... We should message her and be like, guest swap. Like we'll go on yours and you come on ours. I want that R12. would be fucking cunt of her. I want Duchess Megan to come on and talk about. Do you think she watches Housewives? Probably, maybe not. I think she only watches Suits. <laughs> <laughs> what does she watch? Has she ever talked about like what she likes to watch? 
She know strikes all. me as someone who's, who pretends to like not watch TV or just like only watches the news. Oh my god! Speaking of, because I know she's like besties with the the Clooney's. Mm-hmm. Amal Clooney came out yesterday and said, told, was it People or she did some interview where she said her five year old son of her twins apparently drew a picture of a <laughs> drew a picture of a prison and said Putin belongs in here. Okay, I was like, I just, I mean, that is like that's a whole other level of fake my kid is so smart Mm -hmm. i was in awe of it like the my kid my precocious kid did the craziest thing yeah like ruth conda forever but that was like it just it's it's like what she's yes my children have been getting really into like humanitarian and human rights i'm like they're five that's dope i'm sure they are but it's also like it's the media cycle for that movie. So Amal has to like, Step I'm sure up. the publicist is like, come up with five things you can say that can be headlines during this time. And listen, I and love. she's like, okay, here's five things that I I'm comfortable with. I stan them all. Yeah. I stan them all. I, I think she's, she's a rock star, babe. She is a fucking rock she's star. She's truly a rock star. But I just love that. It's, that's like the ultimate, like they would have that as their precocious child story. Mm-hmm. But, Another thing, apparently that Julia Roberts, George Clooney movie is great. It's killing it at the box office. I have to see it. I'm still like, I I'm don't have it. a lot of trust. I mean, I'm going to see it. There's, It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. They're killing the game. They really are. God, they're That's their what power. America wanted. Their they power. Just wanted their, they wanted the stars back. They're, they actually are the two America's sweethearts, right? Kind of. She is. She absolutely is. He's like America's pranker. He's America's bachelor. Do you think he pranks them all? She doesn't seem like she would take kindly to a prank. No. <laughs> I'd be afraid to prank them all. Yeah, I don't think that she's like she's so DTP like, down to prank. She's so just like regal. Mm-hmm. And like my favorite, I think she gave me one of my favorite moments ever on a red carpet. When she... when Juliana Rancic. When she... Juliana Rancic. Where she's been? Where she? <laughs> she was interviewing George Clooney and Amal. I think it was Amal's first outing with George. It was like when he debuted her at, when he won the the governor's ball or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Juliana Rancic, I think it had some kind of rapport with him once where it was like very silly and she was trying to replicate it. I think it was like he was like her. You know, Rosie O'Donnell was obsessed with Tom Cruise. I yeah. feel like she George loved... was Juliana's like. My man, my crazy man. So, like in the past, I think he, he always, played along. Yeah, he played along. He was down. He was DTP with Juliana. Like they giggled on the carpet, and then I think he was trying to. He suddenly was like, "We're serious now. We're serious now. I'm dating a human rights barrister, and you know, and I just won the. I'm winning, and I'm winning. So I have to be very serious tonight. And she was like, "Oh my god, I love. I'm such a fan of Casamigos that you have with Randy Gerber, and." I I have it here. I have three shots ready to go, like with you and <laughs> Miss, you know, Miss Amal, and like I would love for you all to take a shot with me. And they they kind of they kind of fucked her over a little. They were rude about. They were it. rude about this, and she took one, and they kind of faked her out, and they just they just sort of like stared at it. And Amal didn't say a thing to Juliana, and sort of looked at George, and then back at Juliana, like she was like, "What's happening?" And it was so humiliating. And Juliana, like, was deeply mortified. And she was like... That was the end of her career. That was kind of at the end. And George... I was like, George, you're fucked for this. I wonder if they ever fucked. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe... Before she... When she was just pre-Rancic. Yeah, I think they, like... I think she had a crush on him. And, like, they had, like, some press They had a flirty rapport. Yeah, but I think... But he kind of... I was like, you threw her under the bus. I'm not... Amal's not even DTF down to flirt. Amal was like this. And it was like... It was so devastating. And it like, was horrible. But also, like, I was like, Amal, you're iconic for this. Yeah. You're... Someone needed to put Rancic in her place. And it was Amal. Amal ended her. Mm-hmm. Amal... <laughs> Amal snatched her wig. She snatched Juliana's wig. Without then, saying a word. Without saying a single, uttering a s- iota of word of anything. Which and Juliana Rancic... stare and a refusal to participate. <laughs> refuse to take in, partake in this American foolery. Mm-hmm. And Juliana Rancic 
you could see her actually crumbling in real time. And the she's light like, went out of her eyes. She never worked again. Well, she's like, great. Also, now I'm blackout because I <laughs> weigh 60 pounds and just drink, took a shot. So now she's blackout. Now she's embarrassed. She's now. And, and it just kind of like ended. They were like, all right, we'll see you later. Yeah. And she was like, good to see you. I was like, this is the comeback. This mm-hmm. is she's Val in this moment. I was like, oh, it was just. Please watch this video and like. It's one of the all time greats. It's one of the all time greats. You stand, all everyone involved. Yeah, but he was wrong for that. He not George Amal. You have to stand, mm-hmm. Juliana, in like a. Oh, you stand. Yeah, I wish her well. And then who can't forget when Sofia Vergara was after the interview, she said, "All right, see you later." And then Juliana went, "Gracias." <laughs> I was like. Oh my god! Where are the red carpet, like Juliana? You know what? I'm gonna just say something. <laughs> I she made people uncomfortable. She clearly was like tried too hard. But we needed her. She she had some fumbles. We all know. Like she said some st- stupid shit. But like she always tried, and I feel like th- she worked. She worked. She, she got was, off her ass and worked. She was doing what she was she asked. She got of- off her ass and didn't eat a thing <laughs> and she, worked really hard. But she did what she was asked to do and they fucked her over a lot. They made her, she had to spearhead the Manny cam. She was the scapegoat of the red carpet. She was, she was the scapegoat of the entire E! Network. She was the scapegoat of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. She was like the face. She she had to literally, the dreaded Manny cam. Juliana had to ask them, would you pose your fingers and, and had to have a Academy walk. Award winner, Julianne Moore, go, oh, no, no, no. Did you ever see that? Yeah. And Jennifer Aniston went, mm-mm. <laughs> and then Elizabeth Moss went in and then gave the finger. Oh, yeah. I was like, Oof. Slay. Slay, but also like, and you could just tell Juliana every time was like, God damn it i knew this wasn't gonna be good also i'm sorry i just have to circle back to the fact that like she really is eating nothing and doing a full job if i don't eat anything for like four hours i become brain dead and she's out here existing on yerba mate and like kashi go lean bars and that's it and And like one piece of chicken breast and she always looked great she looked she was slay. She always, she was always slay. Where is she now? Can she come back? No. Red I... carpets aren't even a thing anymore. Everyone's COVID so afraid. Everyone's, no one wants to ask anyone a question on the red carpet because they're <laughs> afraid that they will get canceled immediately. <laughs> Remember when Joan Rivers was on? God, R.I. fucking Pete. She Juliana was, was everything to me. I will say Joan, they buoyed each other well and Joan... Joan pushed Juliana to be just a little pricklier. Joan knew what Juliana could was she capable did. of, and she wanted her to shine. She, and I, that's a true supportive ally. She made Juliana funnier, which is yeah. hard. Which is uh, an almost impossible <laughs> job that only one person could do, and that person has since passed. We need a red carpet reboot. It's time. I want a red carpet of ghosts. We need to get. I, we need a ghost to host the red carpet because they have nothing to lose. We need like sassy holograms to run the red carpet and they have no career. They can't get canceled and they can also say whatever they want. We need AI. Yeah, we need like Sophia the robot. We need something because I can't live in a world for much longer where these red carpet things happen and we're, we're expected to just watch the Academy Awards. We're expected to like watch the golden globes no i want the red carpet i want i watch the red carpet and then i watch whatever happens after that just out of goodwill for getting a really great red carpet and now that's no more it's all gone everything's flop everything's flop era no but juliana she was removed she was she was (laughs) killed bring her back we're gonna find out that she was she's been dead for years she's a hot husband bill bill they had a show I, I watched it. <laughs> watched it with my mom. She's in Chicago now. Yeah, maybe it's better off. He's he's very great. successful. Yeah, I think they're and I think she's rich as shit from all that hosting. Really, I don't think you make. I think she made a lot of money. Really, mm-hmm. Fashion Police, every red carpet, hosting E. She was, she's definitely like a, mil- a multimillionaire. Maybe I think she is. Mm, I don't know if you get paid handsomely uh... for that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is true in the stew. You're like, ah, 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 
Oh, Juliana, where are you? You're in the greater Chicago land. Um, Tony's one leg off. Manger does that sometimes. It's a good stance. There's tension between them, but they're they're good today. They're, they're playing chill. nice, yeah. Mango's been chill. You know who else there's tension between? I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Unique Podcast. Salty Utah Utah Queens. Queens. What did you say? Sexy Unique Rantec. All Juliana, all the time. <laughs> it's just Juliana. She let's do it. Let's recap Bill and Juliana and Bill. I really tried with that show, and I remember her like pushing her son on a swing or something. Well, she had a lot of trouble having. She had cancer. Oh my god! Yeah, and she had to get or she'd like to get her cervix removed, I think, or she'd. But uter- she had a kid. Eventually, wasn't my cup of tea. She had a really hard time getting pregnant after because she had to get something removed. But it ended up being like a miracle pregnancy. The thing is. And they lived in Chicago. And I was just kind of like. I was like this. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I was like this with my mom. Snooze. I'm, my mom was like. I'm so into her journey. I was like. Count me out. I want, I want women arguing. Well we got it here. Fighting. Drinking. Après skiing. Après ski. And I, up- I, I, if you have a journey like that. That's God great. Bless. But don't make that the focus. Jen Shaw is in New York. Jen Shaw is suddenly New York City is my playground. That's Jen Shaw when she's in New York <laughs> getting trial practice. She's out in the concrete jungle just trying to make it work. I had a flash of us back. I know. I, I, like, I missed NYC. Being with my parents. Her NYC vibe was wild because she went full sweatpants, which I just thought she'd be a little more. Jen's really playing. She's not wearing makeup up. a lot. Yeah. I was like, wow, she's she's bluegrass. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say. I'm about to take my free Jen Shaw activism a step further. And I think that Jen Shaw is innocent. Oh. All right. We'll get to it. Okay. Meredith and Seth go strolling back in Park City. And she goes, oh, what a beautiful day. It's a gorgeous day, isn't it? So gorgeous. Meanwhile, Casa Barlow, Lisa's working out. Pretending that she's never worked out. I'm like, you're a liar. Do I bend my knees? What do I do? Am I bending them too much? Ooh. There's a, I'm like, there's no way that your arms look like that and you don't work out. Yeah. Do you see that photo of her? She's like all about New York right now. I'm like, maybe put her on Roni. <gasps> she would be really good on Roni. They should just move to New York. They should. They're too big for Salt Lake City. She can also be like the queen of the New York Mormons. Yeah. But she's like in a cab in the meatpacking and there's just this woman. <laughs> Do you see that picture? No. She's like standing and it's like a professional shot of her like very like SATC. And there's like cab steam everywhere. And mm-hmm. you just see a woman behind her with the window down going. <laughs> and then this random woman. And I was like, that's me. Same. Um, I didn't realize that Lisa was calling John from the dinner table in Scottsdale, like as the fight was underway. She was on the phone with John. She goes, "It cuts to that fight." She goes, "John, they just said I'm having an affair with mm, disgusting." He's laughing. He's laughing. I love her. John looked really hot in this moment. I'm into it. Sorry. I think he could make some improvements that would make him hotter seth is truly the one to me he's great he's great and sharif Mm -hmm. all the men except for justin are looking better than ever lisa she goes you know i have to say whitney with her terrible message was actually being so honest she's always give it up for her to say the hard truth i'm all about what do i always tell my kids the hard truth he was like the what like yeah he's just trying to keep up whitney has patches on the wild rose is a tired rose. <laughs> she goes to Justin, they're in bed, and she goes, Oh, I'm still so tired from Arizona. And he goes, It's been a few days. And she goes, Yes, but I'm so glad I got to reconnect with Curtis <laughs> and my older sister. I was like, Damn, something really bad happened to all of them. 
She goes, I'm going to still continue to work with my healer. And I'm also looking into therapy for PTSD. I was like, I think we should reverse the priority. I yeah, think healer like, comes second. Get a therapist stat. Heather goes to Angie Harrington's house, which oof, I'm so glad to see Angie oh, Harrington know. again. She is like She's Brie candy. Larson. She is Brie. Brie Larson should play player, her. Honestly. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said what I said. And her style is so cute, and she just pleases me. Everything she does is pleasing to me. So in this episode, we're really getting... I think they're launching Angie, and they're soft-launching Dana. Mm-hmm. Dana's... I need more Beauty Lab and Laser representation, so I'm glad to have another... Dana's beautiful, and... How old is she? She's, like, 22. No, I think she's in her 30s. She's like, she is a beauty lab and laser yeah, client. Yeah, but she, I felt, I was like, they're pushing her. She's I want to get lasered at beauty lab and laser. Let's do it. Let's do it. I was thinking of when we flew into SLC we and then like it. the first thing you see is a billboard. Oh, there it is. There it is. Um, Angie Harrington, Heather goes over to her house and she goes, could I, she goes, could I interest you in a martini? And Heather's like, yes, you could. All I want to do is sit in Angie Harrington's sitting room and nurse an ice cold, dirty gin martini with her, and just get get blotted. fucking tanked in the afternoon. Pass and then, out. Yeah, she's like, "Do you want me to call you an Uber?" Drive dr- a little bit drunk home, and then curl up by the fi- by my own fireplace and eat soup. Yeah, yeah, or eat like a rotisserie chicken. And then she texts you, and she's like, "That was fun." And you go, "Let's definitely do that again." She goes, "Tomorrow," and you go, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> um angie's basically like heather's heather, tells her what happened she's yeah like, heather asked her she's like remember when we went to the game and mm. then you said whitney said you said this and angie goes what never that's a business environment i would never basically angie's like i was blackout that night and i i can't be accountable for what i said or heard you know what I honestly, I'm team Heather and Angie. Yeah, I believe, I think they were just drunk. All, it's different also to say, like, it's different to laugh and talk shit about someone and say a rumor and be like, so-and-so should date so-and-so and then be like, well, I heard Lisa's fucking him. That's why her husband's in those seats. And, like, being shit-faced and laughing about yeah. that is different than saying... Did you hear? Did you hear? Lisa is fucking that guy. Yeah. And has been for weeks. That's why they have the seats. Like, I think Whitney Rose is overstepping. Whitney's. She wants a storyline. Whitney's far from the shallows now. Yeah. I did like her wallpaper in her bedroom. A little bit. I liked it for her. Because it was un- it was unhinged. On you. It was like yellow wall the yellow wallpaper. It is like the sign of a woman that's. It's a woman, woman on the journey. verge. It's a woman on the verge, like a huge, like flower. flower. No, that's why I just, I just. She's. It, I was like it tickled sh- me. It's waking up in like a kaleidoscope. Yeah, um, Heather's writing a book called Bad Mormon about her leaving the church, but I'm like, okay, I support that, mm-hmm. but she hasn't really left the church. Yeah, where's your notarized note, Miss Bad Mormon? And she's like very worried about all her family being upset about it. Her cousins specifically. She keeps talking about her cousins. I think Angie might be one of her cousins. I guess when you're just Mormon in Salt Lake City and you you're grew all cousins. up, like Joseph, whatever his face is, your yeah. But here's here's this is I started writing. I foresee a Showtime series based on Heather's memoir. I think Heather's trying to like oh Heather's branding it. She's yeah. going to be the skinny girl breakout yeah. of SLC for sure. I, I foresee some kind of like movie or TV show based on this book. Lisa wants to be that. I know. She, she can't. She just can't. She's not built for it. No. She's built to be the queen of Sundance and then also she's built to be on reality TV for the rest of her life. But not as like a not as like an entrepreneurial a Bethany type. Yeah no. Heather, Heather's the Bethany. Um, Brooks. Brooks is half returned. Brooks is looking hot as shit. Brooks looks really hot and sexy and his... He's never looked better. He's, he's Whatever he's done to his face, he looks amazing and... What? Do you think there was something worked on or just like growing up? Maybe just a little boat. living in New York? I think New York makes people hotter. Yeah. It's like grizzled. walking a little more. He's looked like a... He was just like... He's sexy. Yeah. I, I was like... 
feeling strange. And then when and the way he trolled Seth, I was like, I love this. Meredith goes, Brooks is busy in New York working on his clothing line in addition to his studies. She says, but he will come out and visit his old parents. His poor old mom. And mm-hmm. they go, tell me about your love life. And then he goes to his dad. He goes, well, I've had a secret boyfriend for two years that you guys don't know about. And his dad is like. I was shook. I know. His dad goes, really? He's no, a- I'm fucking with you. I was like, he's lording his gay power over his dad, which mm-hmm. I think every man. Everyone should. Everyone should do that at some point in their lives. It's a fun moment when you get to do it. Yeah. He goes, tell me about what your dream man, who's your dream man? Describe him to me. And he goes, dad, why don't you describe your dream man to me? And he goes, Brett Favre, which I was like. Hell yeah. Bisexual mm-hmm. king, mm-hmm. Seth. Brooks looks Botticelli. Yeah. But like, he looks like a man. I know. Like he's like. He's no longer a boy. He is a man. He's not a boy. He's like 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's old. Yeah. He's, he's fucking over old. the hill. Seth. It's sweet to see t- Seth being supportive though. Yeah. Meredith goes, I'm always on the lookout. I was like, damn. Can you imagine Meredith being your mother-in-law? Yeah, that'd be cool. It would be really cool. But I have an iconic mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Um, Meredith is hosting some event benefit to benefit mental health because of her nephew yeah her sister is named like vera or something i was kind of snoozing (laughs) i was like if it's not happening this episode let's move it along sharif and jen do soul gazing like tantra and i think we're gonna see a lot of like them working on their marriage because it looks good it looks good for the trial outcome jen has no makeup on Again, I'm like down to earth, innocent queen. Jen's trial. She found out while she was in New York that her trial has been pushed to July. You want to know what I'm really sad about? What? Bravo's said at BravoCon they cut all ties with Jen Shaw. I know. That's fucked up. I mean, why? Why do that? Andy said when as soon as she admitted guilt. But so then Tree gets a pass, but Jen doesn't. Mm. When did they take this like? hardcore stance against like criminals yeah i don't get that either i mean you so you've milked it for years what a ej you've milked that for all it's worth and then you're gonna Mm. take a stand on jen shaw who i again was in cahoots in conversation with one patrick sandberg and he was like i think that she didn't by the way is like the best person to talk about anything with Mm -hmm. he is He's always going to make you think. Just, yeah, if you don't know who he is. I know. He's been on this podcast. No, I know. But for times. anyone who's new or like doesn't, you need to educate yourself. Um, But he was like, I don't think Jen, because we were both like, she doesn't deserve to go to jail, which I was glad to see that like a lot of the people on Patreon, Patreon were like, agree, like, with she us? should not Good. go to jail. But he took it even one step further. And then the more I started thinking about it, I was like, he's he, onto something here. He's like fully innocent. Full innocent participated in all the stuff, but didn't really understand what the fuck was going on. And she's so she's guilty of participation, but I don't think she like was a criminal mastermind. House arrest. Because also it's like if you have all those people, if you're supporting so many family members, like wouldn't you try and do anything to not be an illegal criminal mastermind if it's all going to come crashing down? I don't know, but. Whatever she's done, time served. Justice for Jen. <laughs> Justice for Jen Shaw. Give her an anchor bracelet. Also, fuck you, Bravo. What the fuck? Breaking ties with That's her? That's weird. She still showed up to BravoCon, which I love. I know. She crashed. I love she crashed Tamara's room. Breaking ties with her and keeping ties with LVP and Ken. We all heard the rumors on them. Keeping ties. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't you even. I won't even. I can't cease or desist any longer. Jen's so Jen's very she's disappointed. She was like getting ready spiritually. Ah! <laughs> she was getting ready to go. Come here, bro. And so she's like, just yet another, and we know how this is gonna end. It's not gonna happen. I know, I'm sad. Um Sharif. I just wrote Jen's truly wild for saying I in my opinion, I think she's, she's wild for all of it. She's truly wild for you just think she's guilty. Yeah. But I think I don't think she should go to jail.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. No, I don't think anyone should go to jail unless you, like, killed people. Yeah. Or, like, if you've committed vehicular manslaughter. Or, like, other stuff. Yeah. I think, like, if you violently murder someone, you should go to jail. But I don't think for, like, white-collar crimes you should go to jail. I don't think for drugs you should go to jail. I basically abolish the fucking prison industrial complex. Agree. And like. That's our stance. Don't send Jen to jail. She doesn't deserve it. I agree. Period. I'll never understand. Sharif goes, you know, I'll never understand all the things my wife is accused of. And I'm like, you're good. He's good. <laughs> I don't think even she understands. But I'm like, even though I think Sharif has nothing to do with it, I'm like, he's still. He's good. He's trying to. Just... Well, he has a fucking job to protect yeah. too. He has to vindicate and like absolve himself, and I I support it. I wrote that's right, King. Jack makes a sign asking a girl to go to a dance. I love Lisa as a mom. Lisa's house looks like a uh, WeWork. Yeah, it was cool. Her brother. He's hot. Brian. He's the only boy out of six sisters. She faces him. Love that. It's like my dad. Everyone in Lisa's, every one of her siblings except her and Brian are divorced. She starts crying. She's like, I feel so bad for them. I was like, A I no love tear cry. I love this brag. She said when they were little, Brian and his friends tied her up to the pole in the middle of the schoolyard. And, and no one would help her. No one left her. And no one remembered. That's her story. Hey. I'm hey. still here. Help me. Hey, it's kind of cold. It's... This is not amazing. I don't love this. Hey. I need to know more about her sister named Genia. Because I was like, that's a name. That's a name I'm going to need to know a lot more about. Basically, Lisa, I just love that she's been dropping hints that she's was like a neglected, emotionally neglected child. It tracks because she kind of ha- exhibits a lack of emotions herself. Brian's kind of like, all right, see ya. I she's like, like I really hope you guys will come out here. It's been too long. I really want to see you. And he's like, okay. She's like, I miss you. I'm going to call you again and bug you. And he's like, okay. Like, I I love, like, she really tries. I know. But you could tell that they, like, he's, like, probably annoyed by her. I was like, I feel like she's, like, the annoying sibling. Yeah. They're also probably, like... Is she the only Mormon sibling in their Jewish family? That's also weird. I'd be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I don't know. They all live in New York still, I think. And then she like became like a diehard Mormon. They're sealed. Sealed for life. Yeah, you'd be like, okay, she's on something. I feel so bad for her. (laughs) She goes, that was a flex. Look who's here when John comes in the room. He's like, hey, and he goes, hey, B, hey, John, looking good, man. Yeah, you too, man. Looking, It's like looking in a mirror. All right. No, John goes, he makes a comment about his, like, forehead being big, about his own. I was like, John was showing his own, like, hair loss insecurities. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm drawn to him. I think so. You're drawn to his hair, receding hairline. You all you want to do is fix him. Yeah, Justin, he's applying a ski rack to the back of the Tesla, and and Whitney says, "Oh no, we are people who ride with our skis on top." <laughs> <laughs> 
She goes, I always have judged people who put the trailer hitch, but I guess I'm open. I was like, okay. Whitney goes, officially, so Whitney's officially, she has to, she realized when she, <laughs> when she uh, excommunicated herself from the church, she did it online and she realized she has to send like a notary and it has to be like official. So she's like, oops. What? No one told me about a notary. So Whitney's friend comes over and it says her friend slash notary. And then she like trauma dumps on this friend about her entire process of when she first thought about leaving the church or thought she was going to get excommunicated. And they were like, no, actually, you're staying. I was right about the income. No, you weren't. They don't. They don't. They can't take 10% of your, no church can take 10% of your earnings, but you're expected when you join a church and you're like part of the congregation, you're expected to give that. Like, that's like part of the agreement, but they can't like garnish your wages. Okay. I promise. I'd like, I was like, Baptist is like kind of the same thing where you're encouraged to tithe at a 10% of your Mm -hmm. gross income rate. And this is the same thing. I got a lot of messages about this being like, you were right. Great. Um, <laughs> the church makes it really hard for women to leave um, because the women are sealed to men. And so when Justin and Whitney both cheated on their spouses with each other, Justin was excommunicated and was like immediately thrown out. But because Whitney was still sealed to her ex-husband, she didn't really have a say in her position mm-hmm. so she had to remain in the church even though she was not married to him because she was basically like it's just like the men get to decide well also isn't she the one that comes from like the mormon royalty family yeah so of course they want her to stick around yeah she's uh she goes it's not a woman's world men decide everything and that is why it is wrong so when she's signing the actual resignation letter she goes i'm even going to heart the eye in my name <laughs> you show him yeah what's happened with wild rose beauty wasn't there like a weird thing like a, i haven't heard a, anything about their wild rose beauty and dave i feel like there were talks of her like having some kind of fraud situation yeah we'll have to investigate it's curious yeah heather gathers all the girlies and her cousins to go skiing and do an apres ski day. Yeah. So it's I want to go to this apres ski day. Me too. Dana from Beauty Lab, who we mentioned before, comes. And they're like definitely, I feel like she's going to become a housewife. They're priming her. They're priming her. Friend of. Mm-hmm. Angie Harrington comes. Who's wearing a chic. I loved her outfit. Yeah. I love everything she wears and does. She's yeah. a fucking star. Whitney and Lisa, now BFF carpool over. I love that they're like best friends now. I'm also like... The Angie Harrington drama isn't exactly adding up because this seems like the kind of thing that can be squashed with one conversation. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like this kind of drama has unfolded on the show before, right? Where there's like a lot of drama over just one thing that's easily squashed and then it gets dragged out into multiple things just for the sake of drama and storyline. Like Angie's saying the thing about Lisa and the catering. Yeah, so I don't know why they continue to do this on this show because it seems to me like Whitney's just kind of on a delusional tip, but then no one wants to actually have the conversation about what happened, so Mm. then... But then the producers or whoever is like, this is great. This is great drama. But that's not really that good of drama. Whitney also always is like, she's always like getting involved in other people's business. Like, even like, this is a setup. Like, it's always like she's, she's the middleman willingly. I think she'll do anything a producer will ask her to do. Oh, this is a setup. This is a fucking setup. I'll do it. Lisa... They arrive and Lisa's not thrilled that Angie's there. Yeah, that was kind of crazy to like invite Angie Harrington without just texting Barlow about mm-hmm. it. Heather was Heather scheming. <laughs> they hit the slopes and before they go on, Angie chugs a shot of vodka. I was like, that seems dangerous. That's like I wouldn't do that. Very like Kennedy. Yeah, it's very <laughs> like I'm so good at skiing, I can ski shit faced. And they are good. Yeah. 
Whitney, she goes, I'll be doing snowboarding. See you. And then she takes <laughs> off and just fucking is like doing She's slaloming pro snowboarder. Like she doing should compete flip. in the X Games. She should. <laughs> Meredith's really good skier. Everyone's good except Lisa and Jen and Donna. Yeah, they just want to like do the bunny slope pizza french fries, which is fine. That's where I'd be. It's really all about the opera ski spread, mm-hmm. which is another charcuterie wonderland. Mm-hmm. And two cocktail tables set really far apart from each other. Angie's playing just outright dumb with Whitney about mm-hmm. everything. She's kind of like, yeah, I was just, I was honestly like, I, I don't remember any of that night. It's very hard for me to think back to that because she was drunk. She's like, we were really drunk and like, but I also think that that's the, like, I accept that excuse. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's like a brownout. Whitney's d- doing the producer's dirty work mm-hmm. and Angie and Heather are not here for it. No, but Whitney... It's like you were just the only one who remembers that night. That's that's that happens. But you're also drunk, so you're remembering it incorrectly. Yeah. So she's. I think it's like a miscommunications all around, fueled by vodka, vodka, and tequila, the devil's juice, the devil's juice, <laughs> tequila, la vida, the devil's, the devil's secretions. Jen kind of calls out Heather for inviting Angie, which, like, I think is. She's right. She's kind of like, that was a little messy. I think you should maybe talk to Lisa or Whitney about what you did. Because they're all, everything, it was like kind of a hard sell for everyone. Mm-hmm. That she'd just be here. And Heather's kind of like, shit, you're right. So before that conversation happens, Angie walks up to Lisa and she goes, hey, Lisa, let's go talk over there. I really want to talk to you about something. And then and then Lisa, she starts walking, expecting Lisa to come, which I was like, amazing, iconic. And Lisa goes, you know what, Angie? I'm not. I'm not going to do this here. I really, really don't feel comfortable talking to you right now. So I'm, so just, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. And then Angie's like, Oh, really? Oh, no, I'm just not interested. I'm really not. I'm going to stay over here. You know what you did? You spread a rumor that's not okay. And then Angie's like, I really, I would never have said anything if I did say it. I would have totally owned up to it. Because I'm not interested. I'm so not interested. I loved her walking back to a group of women and then they all kind of laugh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all I ever want to see in this world are grown ass women acting like teenage high school bitches. That's like me too. All I care about in this world. It's mm-hmm. the most entertaining thing to me. It feeds my soul. It's, it's my love language. Well, it's like it being a detached a detached party member present watching but not being laughed at nor laughing so you mm-hmm. feel guiltless yeah you feel neutral but i also feel like i'm one of them and you also I feel, feel like, included but you also feel like you're the one being laughed at i don't no all right um heather and wild heather... rose have it out which is sad they're i think they're done <laughs> i mean i'm obsessed with the way heather's looking at whitney which is just like I can't like you're crazy for all of this. Yeah, she's she's kind of just like you made this so much worse than it had to be. And I do think I see what Whitney's saying with it was really insensitive of Heather to be like you made this weekend all yeah, about totally. you with that. That was like That was fucked up. A bridge too far. Yeah. But everything Whitney said, I was just like It's unbelievable. The best way that's the only way you can be with someone that's like fucking out of pocket like that is just being like what the fuck are you talking about and i think whitney is just like she's a lot going on she's a lot going on i think heather gets that but whitney is now i think embarrassed a little about like how she behaved that night like with lisa and like confronting her and everything plus she's feeling extremely fragile understandably with like this admission she's or this discovery she's come to and like sharing that She's ex- so she has, like you said, she has a lot going on. So I think she's now projecting it all into Heather a little. Yeah, she she's needs like, an enemy. Heather has still, even though we say sorry, it does not feel real to me. Heather still has a lot to own up to to me. And she's still, she keeps she like backtracking too, where she's like, even if she didn't remember, she should have had my back. And it's like, why would she have your back? Having your back would be like admitting that 
all this shit was talking, these rumors were spread, but she's not. So, like, you need to get your shit together and keep your nose out of other people's business. I, look, there's a part of me, like, in an irrational side, I get Whitney's, like, Heather's my family. Mm-hmm. She's kind of my big sister. So, like, in an almost, like, an irrational, like, primal, you expect, like, your family member to just have your back. And I think Heather didn't that night because she she knew it would have escalated everything. And Whitney's now, like, having, like, a little child tantrum about it. Yeah. I'm a big fan of, like, I'll have your back if I know that you're speaking the truth. But if I know my experience and it's not adding up with what you're saying happened, like, I'm not going to pretend or just do it just out of blind loyalty. I'm not either. But I'm also not going to, like, I think Heather also went in a little. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I just kind of probably wouldn't do anything. I'm not going to, like, torch you. But then if you push me and push me and push me, I'll fucking go Hulk. She-Hulk. Yeah. But you'd have to needle me pretty hard to do that. To trank you? To fucking, to get my, flip my switch. Wait, before we end, I saw, someone sent me, apparently, this is has to do with Beverly Hills. I should have brought it up. Apparently, Kathy might have retweeted something that alluded to... Rina apparently took a hit out on her. No. Yeah. I'll find the it was on Twitter. And then she Rina does not have enough money to take a I hit know. out on Kathy. I That's saw, absurd. Some, some I don't know if it was a joke, but someone was like, You guys gotta talk about this. Well, we're out of time. I so know. But I'll get more info for next week. There is no next week. It's no, over. no, no. For next just to oh, have oh, like when oh, we yeah, just yeah, yeah. shoot the shit. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll gather more info. Please I'm, gather. Yeah. Research and gather. He sounds like a helicopter. I know. Mango is fully sleeping with this pillow the way I sleep with Tony at night. It's very adorable. Thank you. Guys, tickets for our LA shows are on sale. On sale, as Whitney would say. Go. Go. January 11th. Please try and support the podcast. Come support this endeavor. Ta-ta. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff.